going down, baby? Welcome to today's episode of the Shy Reverberation Podcast on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. Donald Nelson, D-Nail, Dizzle, DZ, D-Z-Us, D-Z-D, D-Z-Us, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, Digger, your host with supreme confidence. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own American-born African with mass appeal. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com. And wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Subscribe on YouTube, baby. Click the bell notifications on new content when I drop. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on X and Instagram at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up, we're talking about episode 607, Long Live. What we know so far, moments of the show, reaction, recap, episode 607, Long Live. In the mid-season finale, y'all, predictions for 608. Like always, bring you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At Confidence in the Clutch, we are feared more than love but never hated. The hate don't bother me anyway. Come around me for a minute. My confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, yo, what's going on, baby? Welcome to episode 35, 607, season six, episode seven of the Shower Reverberation Podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network, baby. Y'all already know. Click the bell for notifications on new content when I drop, baby. New media, energy up. Get into it to beat this pick. What we know so far. Run back what we've seen so far in this season. Episode 601, Emin and Keisha have beefed over his involvement with Duda. And it's seeping into their relationship. Kev has moved out and understands the struggle for independence. Duda takes Emin shopping to look the part of a boss. Marcus and Tierra are on item now. Shot is still wanting Tierra and struggling for to find a job. Rob gets a better deal from Duda than Q gave him. Trigg's campaign wrapped up, ramped up with a viral moment in Smokies. Keisha earns a job at a school. Emmett buys Tiff a car. Jake is selling merch now. Papa likes a 19-year-old at work. Kevin, Maisha kiss. Trigg wins his councilman seat. Duda kills a young boy in the lounge with Emmett present. Tracy wants to have some growth time. Duda showed up and things were the same with those two. Episode 602. The first day in, Trigg gets a surprise. Jamal is out in his... <laughs> yeah, Jamal is out and in his office asking about Lene. Emin and Keisha hash out growing pains in their relationship. Tiff gets introduced to Cairo, a dealer and grower. Dante's connect questions her about the why and hows of the business. Make it hot, bitch. Maisha gets approached to be an opening act at a show. Darnell talks to Emin about trusting Duda. Tiff and Rob talking about growing their business and getting away from Duda. Emin and Duda go look at a crib on the west side. Duda talks about expanding and opening their smokies on the west side. Said he talks with Papa and Bakari about following the word. Papa questions him about doing the same. Papa and Sade find out they're both PKs. Preacher kids start to bond. Trig vows to help black men in their mental health. And that's Lene if she wants to see Jamal and she agrees. Kyle meets with Tiff and Robin says he'll show them how to grow and run their own shit. I'll show you how to do this, son. M shows Keisha the house and she loves it. Wants to be on the paperwork. And wants Duda to notice is alone. Kev shows up at Maisha's show and they talk about their situationship. Roz has his mom for 50K to start up his business. She wants to know who killed her brother, his uncle, and Rob asked for 100K. Make it hot, bitch. Episode 603. Emmett leaves the apartment and Tiff stops by to talk about old times. Keisha's getting things together for the housewarming party. Papa comes to King's assistance at Smokey's. Keisha and them show grow from where their friends are. The housewarming scene is where new plots were unveiled. Was that the mad more issues between the two parties, M and Keisha? 
the stress of moving, a blended family and nothing. Keisha M and Duda, the gift of a gun. Keisha and Nina over moving too fast with M. Robin Nuck over who kill Q. Keisha and Tiff over EJ calling RJ a bitch. M and Tiff over co-parenting Darnell and Duda over the gun and the threat. Lene tells Bakari <clears throat> she doesn't want to be with the street nigga, but trust, he would be careful in the streets. Trig asks for Tima to move with him, and she says yes. Darnell takes the gun, and M doesn't know where it is. Episode 604, the 420 episode. Rise let Duda know Q was an informant for the feds. M, Vic, and Shy chop it up. Vic wants them to come and talk later. M still can't find his gun. Tiff and Rob talk about getting things together for their business. Shad helps Duda at the chop shop, and Duda offers him more money if he wants it. Marcus let Gemma know her time is running out before she has to make a college decision. Fatima's getting drilled by her aunt and mom. Ross tells Vic to keep quiet. Nuck offers Stanley money, and he refuses. Vic has the man meet at Rock. Darnell tells him he has the gun, and watch the company he keeps. Duda talks about passing the mob down to someone. Tiff, Rob, and Cairo... Visit Vic for a permit. Nuck drops off the money for him to hold. Duda gives Nuck the green light on Stanley. <clears throat> Episode 605. Kev lets him know a team and Kylie wants to sponsor him. Move him out there. Someone stole Tiff's car. Kairos. Dante tracks it down to do the spot. Keisha loses her job. Vic is struggling with people not trusting him now that he's a politician. M sees the broken window and Tiff lets him know what's up. And she's stepping off from Duda. Nina and Dre have issues over Dre's ex. Bakari went to Shad with the guns and gave him 2000 M goes at Duda over Tiff's car, and Duda puts out a strap on him and puts him in his throat. <laughs> puts it to his throat. The crew went to prom and showed out. Bakari gets put over with Lene. Papa finds out Kenya has a son. FBI stopped by Vicks, and he has to go and answers a few questions. Kisha goes to therapy and finds the money at home. Kev asks Maisha if she would leave for a better opportunity. Kev tells Los Angeles yes. <clears throat> episode 606 Keisha questions him about the money and he tells her he's holding it for Duda Keisha tells him she's leaving Feds are in Vic's office with pictures of him and Duda where Q's body was found M wants his gun back and Darnell gives it to him Bakari gets whooped for losing the Lambo truck Papa has Stanley on a pulpit and he expresses his fear that he won't be there for Papa when he needs him M goes to the chop shop puts the gun in Duda's face and wants out Duda was not having it Vic lets him know he helped Duda dump Q's body. Rob tells his mom she wants to kill want him wants him to kill Duda. Bakari's sister shows up. Dre tells Nina <laughs> she needs a lesbian friend. Bird. Kev lets his parents know he's out. Good moving to LA. The young man joined the man's group. The crew graduates. Papa and Stanley get into it at dinner. Papa wants to be with Kenyon. Someone comes in the kitchen and kills. Pastor Stanley. Current episode. Season six, episode seven, six oh seven, long live. Synopsis. The community reels at a loss. Jake's sage advice to Victor provides clarity. A past memory sparks a breakthrough for Keisha. Bakari confronts Nuck. Nina makes a startling confession. All right, we had our moments of the show, baby. Oh, yeah, 7.15. All right. Yo. <clears throat> Opening scene. Papa's at the church grieving. Stanley passed away. Man, going in this house for cigarette smoke, man. Looking at this house, man. Got me, me all fucked up up in here. Y'all can hear it in the congestion. See it on YouTube. <clears throat> I hate cigarette smoke. Closing scene. Popping, laying dirt on the casket. Ending credits. It was some mood music. It was like gospel with hip-hop influenced stuff, but it wasn't a song song. It was like a beat. Unbelievable moment on the show. Someone breaks in to shot in Deja Crib. They pass out on the couch. Shaw goes and gets the guns out of the vent 
And then Deja wake up like, where the fuck this come from? You got this shit in my house and you got to get this shit out now. So he gets the guns out right then and there and leaves her alone at the crib. <clears throat> With somebody just broke in the crib, though. If they watch the crib, they might see you leave. Unbelievable moment. Nope, that ain't how that shit go. My favorite moment of the show. <sighs> hmm. I didn't have one this episode. I didn't have one this episode. If I had to pick, it would be. It will. It might. It might be Kev and M packing up Kev shit, and Kev thanked them to be the older brother because I think that could have been a Brandon moment, and I really wish they would talk about that later. But they still need to give it up to Brandon sometime. And when uh, uh, Duda was talking with um, Zay and Nuck about chess. All right. Let's get into it. Takeaways and recap from episode 607. <clears throat> man, them cigarette smokes, man. Cigarettes, man. I'm telling you, dog. All this. All of this right now is just crazy, yo. Damn. Papa's at the church grieving. Bakari goes and approaches Nuck about strangling Pastor Jackson. Now, Bakari is a G. Because you rolled up in that motherfucker, right? You know what I'm saying? Put the gun to, to uh, put the gun to, uh, <laughs> Nuck. And Nuck questions his body. He called, talking about, nigga, you ain't no killer. And Bakari, like, I got a body already. I get nothing out. He like, nigga, you shot Ronnie in the back, nigga. You ain't looking in his face. And Bakari questioned his body with Pastor Stanley, like, did you, did you, did you turn around and did you choke him from the back? So Gunner, Nuck had, Gunner, Bakari had, Zay got the gun. They give him a quick lesson on who the fuck the family is, nigga. Because Bakari, like, y'all said no family. Like, that one your family. We your family, nigga. So Bakari gets a quick lesson on who his family is. So <laughs> the little chop shop shit, that's where all the guns get drawn. Motherfucker, that's the gun range. The OKC, OK Corral. But not game Grace. Motherfucker, you put a gun out on me and another time I'm going to kill your ass. Not game and Grace, though, but a lot of guns get drawn up in there, man. A lot of guns get drawn up in the chop shop. That's one thing I do know. Jake and Kev go to the church. Right? You see Papa there grieving, and he's going through the anger stage. You don't want nobody to fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kev asks him if he needs anything, hurt anything. No, nope. Papa wants to be left alone. Kev lets him know they're there for him and love him. Papa can say, I love y'all back. You know what I mean? With him and Jake, uh, Kev and Jake leaving. Very hard to lose a parent, especially violently. Then Bakari shows up and, and Papa gets a Bakari mad and shit, knowing one of his boys did it. And Bakari mentions, you know, maybe Pastor Stanley would have watched the money when that went through this shit. You know, Papa was right, though. He was a righteous man and told Bakari, like, that wasn't your daddy. That was my father, which he was. Because Bakari, like, shit, that's my daddy, too. Bakari, I mean, man, grief. They show grief. Show grief. Feel sorry for Bakari, man. Feel sorry for Bakari. Because who knows where he would be if Pastor Stanley didn't open his doors for the young blood. Right? So we got Keisha ass, man. I don't know why y'all did Keisha character like this this season, man. Man, it's just, it's just so distasteful how y'all making Keisha. Keisha's packed and ready to go. Pastor Stanley's death reverberates through the crib because she knows they could be next or M could be next. And I think at this point, M, you got to let her walk. G, you're trying to keep her and she don't want to be kept. Like, without her drama, you were straight with Duda. 
Ever since y'all bought that motherfucking crib, it's been an issue. Now, since you bought Tiff a car, ever since y'all bought that crib, it's been nothing but issues. She wanted a crib. You wanted to buy her a crib. She said yes. So now she's going to stay and tell you she's sleeping in the guest room. So you don't want to sleep next to me? Like, all right, then you toxic. We got it. We got to debt this. We, you know what? You can leave. I'm not going to be with my, first of all, if I can't sleep with my woman, you ain't a woman. Second of all, you're going to sleep in the same house. You mad at me because I got us this house. You knew who I was fucking with. And, uh, fuck that. Y'all not married. I'm sleeping in the guest room. I get a G, but she's not with what you're doing. When a woman doesn't want to do what you ask her to do or need her to do for you no more, she's not for you no more. She's too heavy-handed with how she deals with Emmett. Then her trifling ass text nug. Like she <clears throat> Man, y'all man, dog. Hard to stomach Keisha, man. Hard to stomach Keisha toxic ass. Vic and Jake talk about how Jake's feelings are around a crib because he mad that Vic don't be telling him all everything. You know what I'm saying? So Vic, so Jake really feels like Vic don't trust him with information. Vic try to tell him you're an adult, so he's just like, I'm, I'm gonna lay some shit on you. I ain't gonna let you know. So here we go. Chatty Patty. <laughs> Chatty Pally telling his nephew 18 year old nephew Jake He helped dump the body So Everybody knows Now Trig Fucking shit Damn Vic Like He believes If it wasn't for Duda He wouldn't be in office That is probably a fact But Jake believes He's in office Because bitches think he's cute And he told the truth On who he is So you like transgender Like that put you in office? I don't. Sometimes the right and white just little ginger shit up in here, and I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Jake has everything figured out. You know what I'm saying? He told Vicky you shouldn't snitch because you can't do shit for the community when he locked up. That's a motherfucking fact, Jake. Thank you, Jake. He shouldn't snitch just because you shouldn't snitch, right? Right? He shouldn't snitch just because you shouldn't snitch, right? Okay. We see Keisha showing up to the barbershop Want to talk to Nuck, right? <laughs> Goes in the back to the lounge place to have a drink She tells Nuck I'm scared She's a bird for that You don't tell your ex you sc- Why are y'all doing this to Keisha? <laughs> Keisha's character is whack, yo She's a bird She doesn't cause she, she doesn't trust her man to protect her Run into another cat, yo That's so fucking toxic, man you went to the niggas he worked with and for. So, and who the fuck is Keisha throwing demands out like that? Even talking crazy to knock like, who made her motherfucking uh, Megan and Stallion? Just you asked Nuck to have your back and imps. He looked at you like you mean your man too. Damn, I do not agree with this. She is so fucking toxic. So fucking toxic. Keisha was a sweetheart. Everything she went through, we was pulling for. Everything she went through, man. What the fuck, y'all? Elle ain't doing all this to this girl. This girl has issues, clearly. That's unresolved issues. And she shouldn't have jumped to this relationship with Emmy because she can't handle that relationship. Vic is at the office. The community is mad over Stanley's murder. Vic wants to have a vigil for Pastor Stanley. Kenya visits Papa. He's angry as fuck. Kenya told him his ass right. Like, I understand you grieving, but that don't mean you got to be mean to me. And then Papa told her right. 
shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the last conversation I had with my dad, my dad told me I shouldn't be fucking with you anyway, and he was right. Like, damn, Papa, that's cruel right now. You know what I mean? Shit is not her fault, Papa, that your daddy died. But he's just the anger, the anger stage of grief, right? He's, he's not grieving the wrong way, it's just anger. He's in the anger stage. He's angry as shit, man. <sighs> Keisha at therapy complaining about M. Only talking about what M does. Like, he's all your problems. Leave, leave. I just, ah. M has grown so much over the years as opposed to Keisha, man. I can't stand this shit, man. I can't, I can't, y'all. I just can't, man. I can't do it, man. Bird shit. The therapist told her ass right to be an example for the children to show how you resolve conflict. It's not good for them to not see y'all resolving conflict. It's how the fuck are they going to resolve conflict if they don't ever see how to do it. Read her ass right. Yes, you're controlling and confrontational, which your mother never had. The therapist wants to bring your mom to the session. Great idea. Keys. I want this to be about me. Like, see, just, ah, why are y'all writing her? <laughs> I get it, though. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. But Keisha, your mother is about your healing. You know what I mean? Like, man, I don't like her character like this, man. Please, y'all. I can't wait to this shit. So kill her. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Kill her off, man. For real. Therapist tell her mom was the first one to break her heart. That's why she need to be here. That therapist is fucking good. I would tell you that much. If that's a real therapist, if that's an actor, that therapist is fucking great. Whatever therapist is writing this part and this shit, that therapist is great. Motherfucker need to find. Let me know. I need we need to find who that therapist is because that therapist is fucking amazing. So we see Darnell M. Love them glasses, by the way. Them, them glasses, whiskey glass they have. M tells him Keisha almost left her over cutting ties with Duda. Darnell asks, how are you going to handle it and shit? And M like, I got to buy myself out. Darnell like, find out how much it is and we can figure out together, man. I'll help you with that shit. That's dope. See, he wasn't there when you were younger, M, but he there now when you need him the most. Maisha back in the studio. Gemma 20 minutes late coming from another meeting. And 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 Maisha feeling the vibes and shit. And she's like, who, who, who? And he's like, we're Bakari's sister, like. What you mean You don't need her And just like Managers can have Multiple clients Maisha what the fuck Is going on So Maisha needed This push to be great Cause she blacked out You know what I'm saying Still sharp and still She blacked out In the studio She came with it Even the engineer Was like okay then Compared to the other Shit she was doing She focused her energy On Gemma in that booth So this might be The best thing Giving her that competition Like I just ain't Gonna focus on you If you ain't focusing On yourself So Maisha gotta focus On her rap shit you know what I'm saying? That that little the shit she on. Either you can sound like motherfuckers on the radio or be great and dope at the shit you doing, Maisha. <laughs> Shot hears someone breaking in. Him and Deja on the couch sleep, right? He pulling guns out the vent and shit. <laughs> this motherfucker. This motherfucking G.I. Joe, right? Plenty guns out the vent. Grab the shotgun. Deja there. Uh-oh. Deja wakes up scared, and then she sees the bags of guns. He sees him buck walking in with the shotty. Shot just fucked up, right? Deja has a right of what she wants in the crib and then to know what the fuck is in her crib. The guns got them out of that situation, like she said, but then I, <clears throat> but then I stopped them from coming in. Facts. And that's my unbelievable moment of the show coming up right now. Someone breaks in, and Shad has to get the guns out of the house and leave Deja there alone. No, not even wait till the police get back because he can't because he got a felon with guns unbelievable um m goes to the bar and nuck tells him he talked to keisha already and she handled it and he's like what what the fuck you mean nuck laughs at him like oh your girl didn't let you know damn 
Nug lazzy him, calls him silly. He might have called him a simp and shit and walked away. Keisha just emasculated her man with his ops that he's trying to get out of business with. Man, that, oh my God, that's so bad, man. That is so bad, man. Oh, Keisha. You can't, women don't do that. Some shit y'all just got to play the background on and support your man. Please don't get in niggas' business like that. You get somebody killed. Vic meets Fatima's aunt and mother. <laughs> the charcuterie board was dope. You know what I mean? Um, this clown is asking them if Fatima would want to start a family with. What? Motherfucker, ask Fatima yourself. I mean, God. And they make Vic uh, stupid with some stupid shit sometimes. This scene was unnecessary and out of place. It was unne- Oh, you had the agenda. I'm fine with the agenda, but that's what it is. All right. Nina shows up to therapy. This might have been, this might, this, I said I didn't have a favorite moment. This got to be my favorite moment because the therapy shit. A lot of black people just pray to Jesus and shit, pray to God. They don't try to, they don't try to try therapy. Everybody needs therapy, right? So Nina shows up to therapy salty that just because she's a parent doesn't mean she has to be perfect. This is great because Keisha, uh, you gave us and provided for us. You wasn't there all the time. And I, um, some of these kids are unrealistic with what a parent, what parenting is. Food, clothes, and shelter is part of parenting. But what do you mean I wasn't there all the time? So the therapist told Nina to talk with Keisha as she wasn't her daughter. And Nina like, all right then, so... You know what I'm saying? I was just talking to Jay earlier. He came and checked on me. Shit, I had injections. Started my, th- my three rounds of injection on that third new herniated disc and shit, right? Because I was out of it. Came and checked on That's my nigga. We were just talking about how... We were just talking about how our kids know us as dad. They didn't know us as, 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 like, know me as Donald. So it was like... He was like, yo, that's what y'all the homies for. When they around and shit and they can tell you stories about your dad. So I'm like, yeah, that can't happen too, though. But... You know, you it's like you got to be a certain way around your kids, um, but you need to be the opposite way so they they know who the fuck you are. We always think we our kids know who the fuck we are. We don't. Like my older kids probably know more about me than Bella Bell. You be careful. You be surprised what kids pay attention to. They know who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Um, and the part where Keisha was talking about we needed more of you when y'all teenagers. When the kids turn teenagers, it's a wrap. Keisha, when the show started, you down there as a teenager. Fucking, fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking him. He was in high school. And he was, I mean, like. Sneaky niggas. Fucking grown niggas. The track team coach and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't trying to kick it with your mama? Anyway. So Nina talks about her wants. What her mother wanted for her. Find a good man to marry. She's like, I want to travel the world. I want to explore my sexuality. I really didn't want no kids. And Keisha got salty at that part. Mom said she really didn't want no kids. Like, you took the bad part. She didn't say I don't want them now. She said when I was coming up in my life, I didn't want any kids. I, I want, but I did what my mother wanted me to do. I wanted to travel the world. And, and Keisha, how are you getting mad and crying? You didn't listen to what your mother said. This is the problem with why y'all write her character like this, man. Why did they do this to Keisha's character? Right? Somebody, please. Why did y'all do this to Keisha's character? She's angry with everyone. Therapy takes time. They're not there to fix shit, but to help you make decisions on how to deal with the past trauma so that you can move forward, man. I, Keisha, man. Lord. Okay. Kevin M. 
are packing that Cavs crib. Cavs, thanks M for being a big brother to him. This would have been a great time to mention Brandon and how missing Brandon M really stepped in and saved Cavs and all that shit. Come on, Ryder, show love to Brandon, man. Show love to Brandon, man. Pastor Stanley wake. Bakari is there, and Papa comes to console him, and they talk over Pastor Stanley on everything he taught them, and this will bring them close, I think. Jake and Jim are listening to Bakari's sister music in the background. Sounds dope. I like the beat. It wasn't just regular trap shit. It was some new shit. I like that shit. Jake tells her, tells Jim, you need to focus on Maisha because that's the homie, right? Jake tells her to be careful, make sure it's about music and not trying to fuck with her up. It's over. He knows it. He knew how his girl looked when that girl grabbed her and was all in her face. And, of course, it's going to get written to the script because we know what's going on. Jim is going to be exploring her sexuality into the script. It's reality. I get it. And the song she was talking about gave the girl one look and she wants to fuck with me to write. The rap song was about Jim. Jim got to do it. I'm a fucking daddy, though. Bakari's outside of the funeral home. Shaw brings the guns back to the back to Bakari. Mad as fucking him. How you mad at him, nigga? You're the adult being led and taking orders from a fucking teenager, nigga. Like clown shit. Zay Nuck and Duda talk chess right over the game. Don't keep leaning on your pounds to do all the work for you, Duda. Quotable. You're supposed to use your queen, not protector, because he was telling talking about the way uh Nuck was playing chess. Like, nigga, you gotta make moves. I know what you're doing. I'm steps ahead of you. You already lost this game. <laughs> Play the game with no fear. Sacrifice the ones you love to get what you want. And he checkmated his ass right after that shit. <laughs> For sure. Vic comes home and Fatima got the crib all nice. Nice laid out spread for them to have dinner and shit. And Vic asked Fatima if they should consider starting a family. My thing is the house. <laughs> okay. A uh, how? How can y'all start a family? Of course you can adopt and all that shit. But I guess his seed will be with the surrogate, right? Since Fatima can't have babies. Or would they take Fatima's sperm and put it in a surrogate? Y'all let me know in the motherfucking comments. Right? How would that work? Because Fatima can't carry no child. So would it be Fatima's sperm going with the surrogate? Or would it be Vic's sperm going with the surrogate? Either or, let me know in the comments for sure. Because I never thought of that shit. Bakari sneaks into the nays window and asks her to hold the guns, right? Typical, right? Jamal warned her about street niggas and the shit street niggas gonna have you do. You're not supposed to do it. Question to everybody. Did she listen? She didn't listen. So she's fucking done. This show is real because this is what it is. You like a nigga, young cats, he doing his shit, he don't want you looking in the bag, you holding shit, you don't know what the fuck you holding. Peer pressure. Want to be accepted. The show is great. The show is great. I just don't like certain shit, all right? All white funeral. M check Keisha for talking to Nuck behind his back at the back of the church. Yeah, you're emasculating them. Tracy came in like, y'all, y'all chill. Like, she said she could talk to whoever she wants and doesn't need his permission. Fuck her. Fuck Keisha. Fuck Keisha. Fuck Keisha. Fuck Keisha. Like, it's, man, it's done, dog. Get that. The way she showed out and treated him was foul. Fuck her. Duda showed up at the funeral. Tried to talk to Sister Jackson. She told him to get out. She's like, she, she know what happened. He sent one of his pawns to do it. And Nuck right there. Like, damn. Pawns, he just told me about people. You know what I mean? He just told me that stop leaning on your pawns, do all the work for you and shit. He leaned on me and I'm, you know what I mean? I'm my pawn. And, yeah, nigga. 
Papa spoke about Stanley passionately. Man, you felt that shit. Jake and Kev went up to support him. Papa took Stanley's lessons. He was listening to Stanley's lessons. Of course, that's his daddy. The scene was very well written, very well shot, and very well executed. Very emotional scene to the final scene when Papa placed the dirt on the casket six feet deep, man. So, when I step in the spot, bitch, know a nigga always gonna be hot, bitch. With the flow, with the hoes, with the roll, running, no, no, running, I don't need no bro. Riding in the heat, no, 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 two stepping to the beat. All right, what I predicted. Watching the trailer, we talked about a Papa tells Bakari, I know one of your boys killed him for a fact. Bakari says, I didn't think none of this would happen, Papa said, but it did. Now he's gone for sure. Keisha tells him, it could be life or death. M says he's not gonna let anything happen to you or the kids and all the shit because she won't pack that ready to leave. M is in the lounge and Nuck is there, splicing. Jake tells Vic, I wouldn't snitch. We need you for sure. We hear Duda talking sometimes to win the game, sacrifice the one you love and play with no fear. That's what he told Nuck and Zay. The chess game. See the embrace. Keisha at the lounge with Nuck. Totally, uh, <laughs> totally emasculated M. Um, shot with the pump in his crib Somebody broke in Got caught Deja mad at him Bakari going to see Nuck And has gun in his throat And Zay has gun to Bakari's head We see dude the Paul Bears And why we know what it is Alright Next episode predictions The mid-season finale We see him He's telling Darnell The amount to get up under From Duda And Darnell says You're going to let me Take care of it Right So that was a splice scene Will Darnell kill Duda Or pay him off Tiff tells Rob, can you just tell your mom you're just not killing nobody? Rob says, you don't know my mom. She makes Duda look like a saint. So who's the real gangster now, right? We haven't seen Rob's mom and Duda in the scene together. So mom is going to get some shit cracking. Whenever this writer and, 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 and fucking actor strike is over and they write that shit in and she whatever she got to be, she going to get some shit cracking. M says, I can take care of my own family and I will do what I have to do to make that happen. And we see M, Keisha, Kevin, Vic, right? Keisha gonna fuck... Keisha, man. Too much stress on M, fam. Making mistakes, man. Fuck around, get killed, M. Vic says, if he doesn't stop, the more the more this, the more bodies will drop. So, I mean, somebody got is gonna get killed this episode. We don't know. We see Fatima and Vic. We see Nina hugging Kev. We'll see Papa smoking some killer. We'll see Duda pushing Zay up against the wall. We'll see a bar scene with moms there, a Rob's mom there. we see somebody cocking a hammer at M's, a little like Darnell. we see Keisha getting in the car with Nuck, Bird. we see someone driving towards Nuck and Duda in a car, in a car filled with masked man up in there. That's Rob, you know. Rob and this guy is probably going to try to make this hit on Duda and them. Mid-season finale, y'all. Can't wait. Can't wait. Let me know what's cracking. Is it going to be Victor Sperm or Fatima's? <laughs> Let's get the conversation going. Get the conversation going, man. Damn. Never thought about that shit. Just conference together. Till next week, baby. Just clutch together. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Search Conference in the Clutch. Confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell for notification. New content when I drop. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on X, follow us on X and Instagram at K and K. Visit us on Facebook, Confidence in the Clutch. Weekly. Haha. Donald Nelson, D Nell Dizzle, DZ D's us. DZ D D's us. Don P Don D. 
Don Rilla, Digger, host the Shower Reverberation Podcast. The Conference in the Clutch Podcast about the hit TV series, The Shy. Have a safe and healthy night if you listen during the daytime. Credit grade now on purpose, y'all. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.